0: Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans again today. Today is the 18th of November, 2020. The time is 1054 a.m. We just bless the Lord for another day. Without you, I could do nothing. Without God, I really will fail. Without him, I will be drifting like a ship without a sail. And so we just bless God this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. And let us continue to rejoice and be glad in it. For the word of God says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so we thank God for faith. But we thank God that He will give us a hunger and thirst for His word, so that our faith will be increased. Hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. People who want to have more faith, ought to be more faithful in reading the word of god the word of god declares thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path so how are you going to see without the lamp how would you walk without the light so we need that light we need to hold on we need to stay in the light walk in the light beautiful light Shine all around us by day and by night. Shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. And so in Esther chapter 6 verse 1, the word declares, On that night could not the king sleep? And he commanded to bring the book of records of the chronicles and they were read before the king. That's Esther chapter 6 verse 1. The reading of the old book will still settle a lot of nerves and point humanity to a land where strife and tears are strangers. I want to say that again. The reading of the old book will still settle a lot of nerves and point humanity to a land where strife and tears are strangers. So, strangers and tears. Strangers, tears and strife. If you stay in this word of God, it gives you the peace of God. that passes all understanding. It will guard your heart and mind. So I pray that those who are going to receive these teachings and these prophetic songs it will find you today well and in peace with the love of god flowing through you and the joy of the lord being your strength and he would overshadow you for the day and always with his grace be not afraid I go before you always, come follow me, and I will give you rest. There comes a time for the people of God to get in that place of rest. A lot of people did not get there because of unbelief. A lot of saints are not there because they are lacking faith be not afraid i go before you always come follow me and i will give you rest you shall cross the barren desert but she shall not die of thirst you shall wander far in safety though you do not know the way You shall speak your words in foreign lands and all will understand. You shall see the face of God and live. Be not afraid. I go before you always come follow me and i will give you rest if you pass through raging waters in the sea you shall not drown if you walk amid the burning flames you shall not be hammed if you stand before the power of hell and death is at your side know that i am with you through it all be not afraid i go before you always come, follow me, and I will give you rest. Blessed are your poor, for the kingdom shall be theirs. Blessed are you that weep and mourn, for one day you shall laugh. And if wicked men insult and hate you all because of me, blessed, blessed are you. Be not afraid, I go before you always, come, Follow me, and I will give you rest. Be not afraid. Wherever you go, he goes before you. Follow him. He will give you rest. And my Savior's love, oh, I love Jesus. We sang a song years ago, oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazar ring and wonder how he could love me a sinner condemned unclean how marvelous how wonderful and my song shall ever be how marvelous how wonderful is my Saviour's love for me. For me it was in the garden, he prayed not my will but thine. He had no tears for his own griefs, but sweat drops of blood for me. How marvelous, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful, is my Savior's love for me. In pity, angels beheld, him and came from the world of light to comfort him in the sorrows he bore for my soul that night how marvelous how wonderful and my song shall ever be how marvelous, how wonderful, tis my Savior's love for me. He took my sins and my sorrows, he made them his every own. He bore the burden to Calvary, and suffered and died alone how marvelous how wonderful and my song shall ever be how marvelous how wonderful is my savior's love for me when with the ransomed in glory, his face I at last shall see. Twill be my joy through the ages to sing of his love for me. How marvelous! How wonderful! And my song shall ever be how marvelous how wonderful is my savior's love for me oh my how marvelous i just love jesus i love him i love him i love him i love him i love love you more than I can say, I love you more than I can say, I love you, oh, I love you, I love you more than I can say, even though you love me more even though you love me more i love you oh i love you i love you more than i can say i love you jesus even though you love me more even though you love me more i love you oh i love you i love you more than i can say i love you more than i can say thank God for grace, thank God for redemption, thank God for my Redeemer, thank God for Jesus. I will sing of my Redeemer and his love wondrous love to me on the cruel cross he suffered from the curse to set me free sing oh sing of my redeemer with his blood he purchased me on the cross He sealed my pardon, paid the debt, and made me free. I will tell the wondrous story, how my lost estate to save. In his bloodless love and mercy, he the ransom freely gave sing oh sing of my redeemer with his blood he purchased me on the cross he sealed my pardon paid the debt and made me free i will praise my Dear Redeemer his triumph for part to tell how the victory he, that he gave it over sin and death and hell. Sing oh sing of my redeemer with his blood he purchased me on the cross. He sealed my pardon, paid the debt, and made me free. I would sing of my Redeemer and His heavenly love to me. He from death to life had brought me, Son of God, with him to be sing or oh sing of my redeemer with his blood he purchased me on the cross he sealed my pardon paid the debt and made me free. Amazing grace. Thank God that he was willing. There was one who was willing to die in my stead, that a soul so unworthy might live. And the path to the cross, he was willing to tread all the sins of my life to forgive he was nailed to the cross he was nailed to the cross oh how much he was willing to bear with what anguish and loss jesus went to the cross but he carried my sins with him there. Thank you, Jesus, for your amazing grace. And our message today, november eighteenth, twenty twenty. Today is Wednesday today is Wednesday again. And our message, our teaching is amazing grace, and this is part four. As we said before, grace means unmerited favor, mercy, and compassion. And believers, he's given believers grace. Believers are under grace. The book of Romans declares in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you, For ye are not under the law, but under grace. If we are no longer under the law, but under grace, are we now free to sin and disregard the Ten Commandments? Paul says, by no means. When we were under the law, sin was our master. The law does not justify us or help us overcome sin. But now that we are bound to Christ, he is our master. And he gives us power to do good rather than evil. Believers receive grace. The word of God declares in John chapter 1 verse 16. And his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. John chapter 1 verse 17 declares for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Law and grace are both aspects of God's nature that he uses in dealing with us. Moses emphasized God's law and justice while Jesus Christ came to highlight God's mercy, love and forgiveness moses could only be the giver of the law while christ came to fulfill the law in matthew chapter 5 verse 17 the word declares think not that i am come to destroy the law or the prophets i am not come to destroy but to fulfill the natural the nature and will of god were revealed in the law Now, the nature and will of God are revealed in Jesus Christ. Rather than coming through cold stone tablets, God's revelation, that is his truth, now comes through a person's life. As we get to know Christ better, our understanding of God will increase. believers also stand in grace. The word declares in Romans chapter five, verse one to two, it declares, thereby being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. We now have peace with God, which may differ from peaceful feelings, such as calmness and tranquility. Peace with God means that we have been reconciled with him. There is no more hostility between us. There's no more hostility between us. No sin blocking our relationship with him. Peace with God is possible only because Jesus paid the price for our sins through his death on the cross. Paul states that, as believers, we stand in a place of highest privilege, that is, this grace in which we stand. Not only has God declared us not guilty, he has drawn us close to himself. Draw me close to you. Never let me go. I'll lay it all down again just to say that you're my friend. Help me find my way. Bring me back to you. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. He has drawn us close to himself. Instead of being enemies, We have become his friends. In fact, we have become his own children. John chapter 15, verse 15 declares, Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. And the word declares in Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 to 5, it says, But when the fullness of the time has come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Thank you, Father. Believers also abound in grace. Second Corinthians, chapter nine, verse eight declares, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. People may hesitate to give generously. People may hesitate to give generously to God. If they worry about having enough money left over to meet their own needs, they would worry. They'd be like, I can't do this because I don't have enough money and I can't give this to God. So they would hesitate to give generously to God if they worry about having enough money left over to meet their own needs. Paul assured the Corinthians that God was able to meet their needs. The person who gives only a little will receive only a little in return. Don't let a lack of faith keep you from giving. Giving of your faith, giving of your, giving of your time, giving of your talents, giving in, in serving. Don't let a lack of faith keep you from giving. From giving generously because you could give but you could give not generously our attitude when we give is more important than the amount we give we don't have to be embarrassed if he can give only a small gift god is concerned about how we give from the resources we have and he is concerned about the heart of giving, the heart. There's a scripture that says we are to give as we purpose in our heart to give. Believers are also strong in grace. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, it, the word declares, Now, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, this is Paul speaking to his son Timothy. How can someone be strong in grace? Grace means undeserved favor. You didn't deserve it. Just as we are saved by grace, as the word declares in Ephesians chapter two verse eight to nine, "For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. We should live by grace. The word of God also declares in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk ye in him. So this means trusting completely in Christ and his power and not trying to live for Christ in our own strengths alone. We are to receive and we are to utilize Christ's power. He will give you the strength to do his work. He certainly will. And and, and the Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. He will give you such joy to do his work. He will give you the strength to do his work. Believers also grow in grace. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, the word declares, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Peter concludes this brief letter as he began by urging his readers to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To get to know him better, This is the most important step, to get to know him better. To get to know him better is refuting false teachers. There's a lot of false teachers. No matter where we are in our spiritual journey, no matter how mature we are in our faith, the sinful world always will challenge our faith we still have much room for growth and every day if every day we find some way to draw closer to Christ we will be prepared to stand for truth in any and all circumstances this is an evil world evil is prevalent as always been but good is here. The word is still here. Draw me close to you. Draw me. Look, if you stay in the word of God, you get closer to him. Never let me go. I lay it all down again to hear you say that you're my friend. You are my desire. We have to get to the place where where he is the most important person in our life. You are my desire, no one else will do. Nothing else can take your place to feel the warmth of your embrace. Help me find the way, bring me back to you. So, saints of God, people of God, if you have strayed and not spent time with them, I urge you, I urge you to take the time out because. What's going on in the world today, trouble on every side and you will waver. So it's important to spend the time with him. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me know you are near. He is near, but you have to draw an eye to him. Believers also speak with grace ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 the word declares let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers." paul says we can grieve the holy spirit by the way we live paul wants he wants us against Unwholesome language, bitterness, improper use of anger. Isn't that amazing? Improper use of anger, brawling, slander, and bad attitudes toward others. And sometimes The attitude you don't even have to open your mouth. You can be discerning and look at them and you can you can almost know what they say inside their attitude. Sometimes it comes on their on their face. Instead of acting that way, we should be forgiving, just as God has forgiven us. Are you grieving or pleasing God with your attitudes and actions? Act in love towards your brothers and sisters in Christ, just as God acted in love by sending his son to die for your sins on the cross. Believers have they have inherited grace. First Peter chapter 3, verse 7 says, the word declares, likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to To knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. When Peter calls women the weaker vessel or the weaker partners, he does not imply moral or intellectual inferiority but he is recognizing women's physical limitations. Women in his day, if unprotected by men, were vulnerable to attack, they were vulnerable to abuse, and they were vulnerable to financial disaster. Women's lives may be easier today, But women are still vulnerable to criminal activities and family abuse. It's still going on. And in spite of increased opportunities in the workplace, most women still earn considerably less than most men. And the vast majority of the nation's poor are single mothers and their children. That is so. A man who honors his wife as a member of the weaker sex will protect, respect, help, and stay with her. He will not expect her to work. He will not expect her to work. Lord, speak to your people. He will not expect her to work full-time outside the home and full-time at home. He will lighten her load wherever he can. Isn't it amazing that women work out in the workplace full-time? They come home and they have to work twice as much at home. There are some, a few husbands would not even lift a finger to help. It's lopsided. I believe God is going to change that. He will lighten her load whenever he can if he is a God-fearing husband and being quickened by the Holy Spirit. He will be sensitive to her needs and he will relate to her with courtesy, consideration, insight, and tact. If a man is not considerate and respectful of his wife, his prayers will be hindered. Because a living relationship with God depends on right relationships with others. Now that goes for the women too. They need to also respect their husband. They also need to reverence him. He, on the other hand, need to love her. I'm going to say that again. If a man is not considerate and respectful of his wife, his prayers will be hindered because a living relationship with God depends on right relationships with others. Jesus said that if you have a problem with a fellow believer, you must make it right with that person before coming before him or his altar to worship. The word declares in Matthew chapter five, verse 23 to 24. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against you, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way. First, be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. This principle carries over into family relationships. If men use their position to mistreat their wives, their relationships with God will suffer. It certainly will suffer. I love to tell the story. We don't want to get to the place of our relationship with God that God said, I don't know you. The scripture says, they said, well, didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I cast out demons in your name? He said, depart from me. I do not know you, you workers of iniquity. So this principle carries over into family relationships. If men use their position to mistreat their wives, their relationships with God will suffer so we thank god for amazing grace that he's given us the amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now I've found i was blind but now i see i love to tell the story will be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. We need more love towards one another. There is a song that goes like this. I hope I remember it. It says, If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening, all over this world. A hammer of justice, a hammer of freedom, a hammer of love between my brother and sister. All over this world, we need love. Just as God has given us the amazing grace, we too could show love and grace to our brothers and sisters. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When for grace to trust him more people of god we bless god we thank god for the holy spirit who has taught us about grace from we did grace part one to grace part four and i'm sure i've learned a lot i'm sure you would have learned a lot too and incline your ear to hear. And so we bless God today. I love you. May His grace, mercy, peace of God that all understanding, guard your heart this day. And I pray that you will say, stay, stay safe. And may the love of God that you have inside of you flow to others. May the joy of the Lord be your strength. As I always say, do not let the enemy take away your joy. And the Bible says, hope, make it not ashamed. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Thank you, Father, for grace. Father, we thank you for blessing us, for loving us, for giving us hope, for giving us your Son, Jesus Christ. And God bless you today. I love you. Stay safe. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. Until tomorrow, we pray that the Holy Spirit will give us this day our daily bread as he's been giving us every day. Be sure to spend more time with God. Discipline ourselves that we will do that. Let us make sure that he comes first in our life. It calls for discipline. But the helper, he will help you. He certainly will. God bless you and I love you.